You're listening to the Quince podcast. Two Indian physicists, Dr. Vikram Sarabhai and Dr. Homi Bhabha, created history with their scientific achievements. While Bhabha is often considered to be the father of India's nuclear program, India's space program started with Sarabhai. What were those years like when India leapt into scientific development with these pioneers? Hello, you're listening to a special podcast interview and I'm Ronak. A new OTT show, Rocket Boys, strives to bring to life the stories of Dr. Bhabha and Dr. Sarabhai around the launch of the first ever Indian rocket into space. As the series gets launched, I spoke to Malika Sarabhai, Dr. Vikram Sarabhai and the legendary dancer Nalini Sarabhai's daughter to understand the real story behind the screens, the friendship between her father and Dr. Bhabha how he introduced her parents at a tennis court and how she was raised in a family which was a unique blend of science and art i have to tell you that you know papa used to be visiting professor at mit and harvard so i remember one particular episode i must have been 5 and my brother who's 5 and a half years older must have been 10 or 11 and cbs was recording a interview an interview with both papa and amma amma was dancing in boston at the same time and kartike and i were in the producer's cabin a glass frosted cabin on top and the interviewer asked them what is your greatest achievement and without turning towards each other without batting an eyelid they said our children and i think that that really sums up how we were as a family we always came first no matter what we came first there was a pact that whichever parent was touring the other parent had to be at home babysitting till i was 12 and it was an invariably papa because amma was very much famous long before papa was and she was touring the world so whenever i got caught in school with trouble or mischief or something it was always papa had to come and bail me out uh, and uh, he was an amazing father he was he was fun my greatest irritation with him was that i would come home stuck on some maths problem or some science problem and say papa help me with my homework and he would sit me down and say malika breathe and i said what do you mean breathe he said malika just sit down and breathe so then i breathe and i said papa i still don't know the answer and he said breathe again and this would go on and finally i would say papa why are you asking me to breathe and he said you know malika if your teacher didn't think you were capable of answering this she wouldn't have given it to you as homework so just breathe and calm down it is to exasperate <laughs> but i was always called amma's vachda which is in gujarati a calf because i used to hide behind her pallu i was very shy nobody would think that now but i was very shy and uh, i think till i was about 13 or 14 i was much closer to my mother than i was to my father papa was fun but i was closer to my mother and then at some stage i realized that whereas my emotional makeup was amma's my sort of ethical compass and my um world view were those of, of my father so so when he died when i was 17 i felt extremely treated because i had so few adult thinking years with him and i i remain very envious that my brother had so many more years with him 
So it was, yes, very emotional. Uh, I completely broke down in the sequence where Papa and Amma get married because I've heard so many stories about that. I've had so many stories of how the Quit India movement came and nobody could attend the wedding and they had to have like the shotgun wedding uh, with only people like my grandmother. And actually in the scene, they show many more people, but actually there were like three people there. Uh, Rukmini Arundel being one of them. Uh, and uh, there are so many stories that came alive. And I think the way they've treated the scenes and the kind of periodicity that comes out from everything uh, was a way of reliving things that uh, were told to me, but I had only in my head visualized. Speaking of her aim at spreading awareness about the beauty of life, Malika Sarabhai describes how her parents' pursuits shaped her interests the value system she and her brother inherited from their multifaceted parents and how they continue to live by it till date. Papa was not a scientist for pure science. For him, science was a language of development. It was a way to use technology and all the sciences to see how life could be made better for the last person. Amma also felt that dance and art were her languages that she could communicate to people about the ills of society, about prejudices and how they were wrong. And both of them basically used their language to make the world a better place. And I think Kartika and I both grew up with this, that you could use any language. It didn't matter what language you used, but that privilege meant trying to make the world a better place. That privilege meant opening up a window where there was darkness. That privilege meant, at least for me, giving voice to the voiceless. And my brother is an environmentalist and works a lot in environmental education. And that's what he's trying to do. And I think through my work, whether it's in the arts or whether it's writing or whether it's talking to you, what I really want to do is to make people understand that life is not all about being afraid and hating, that there are beautiful things in life and we need to dig into that beauty within ourselves to make it better for other people. So I think in some senses, my pastime reading is often about the development in brain sciences. I might have gone into physics or chemistry, chemistry was my pet, uh, but when I was in college, we had to cut frogs and I still balk at that. I had. Uh, dissection being as virtual as it is today, I might have gone into the sciences, but I did go into management, which was another of Papa's things. So I think, I think both of them would be proud of what we do. Malika Sarabhai also recalls the first meeting of her parents at the behest of Dr. Baba, the equation between him and her father, Dr. Sarabhai, and the differences as she sees between the India today and what it used to be back then. There are all these wonderful drawings that Homi Bhabha did of Amma. And as you may know, actually Homi Bhabha knew Amma before and it was Homi who introduced Papa to Amma. Oh, it's, okay. it's told differently in the, in the okay. series. But the fact was that Amma was in Bangalore dancing with Ram Gopal, but she was a very keen tennis player. And Homi and she were tennis partners. So when Papa decided that he wanted to raise funds for a people's theater, because he felt that all the sabhas were for the Brahmin elites, 
he discussed this with homie and homie said that oh i know my my tennis partner is a bharatanatyam dancer so maybe she can do something to help you raise funds and that's how papa and amma met and then papa went to ram gopal and that's how really it happened right it's told completely differently i mean probably for the dramatization of course right 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 but uh, right. homie and papa were very close homie and amma were very close then after homie passed away homie's younger brother jamshed baba who built the ncpa he and amma were very very close friends uh, so it was it was it was two very sophisticated very dedicated people uh, who were great friends but had different world views and didn't didn't mind it was not like today if you don't agree with me i kill you it wasn't like that at all you know i was brought up in a household where there were nobel laureates and and uh, astronauts and the greatest artists and uh, the, you know the russian prima ballerina all floating in and out and kartike and i were encouraged to talk to all of them to interact never not to ask questions uh, and it was just a different era it doesn't exist anymore not with the rich not with the famous that kind of openness has completely left us especially in india we have become closed and the rich deal with the other rich and there is nothing of the arts there is nothing of the sciences there is nothing of the intellectual part and we live in an india where the intellect is considered stupid where anybody who has an academic interest or likes books is considered stupid uh i belong to that group and i'm sorry to say but i miss it i miss that comradeship that the fact that your brain is actually seeping in with all this information and all this expertise and all this love that is around you and 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 you are growing at every minute your own work is growing uh, your information your knowledge your understanding your wisdom it's a world i miss mm, i i was actually getting to that but i think you already made the answer the fact that in our, in the show we see dr sarabhai and dr baba disagreeing on a lot of aspects but still there is a very good sense of friendship between the two and it's our our, our world tells us that that is not possible plurality is not possible and that if you believe in plurality which i do and i think that my mongrelness of being half gujarati quarter tamil quarter malayali is something that i pride and i talk of my mongrelness so this idea of purity is something that i think is false it is there is nobody who is pure while talking about rocket boys she also reminisces about the day the india's first rocket was launched she talks about the mood and reaction of the people around her and dr sarabhai's ambitions to continue the streak he had started we we were in amdavad amma had a show that's why she couldn't go to tumba we were in school and couldn't go but i remember the excitement of hearing it on the radio because it was the the radio was the connect to the world and amma receiving a telegram from papa uh, saying by george we did it now that's a, that is a family joke because we as children were brought up amongst other things on my fair lady and when 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 she audrey hepburn finally is able to say the rain in spain stays mainly on the plain um professor higgins and his friend say by george she did it and that has always remained a joke in our family so the telegram said by george we did it and i remember that moment very clearly and when papa came back it was joyous but papa was already thinking of the next mountain to climb 
Although our mother and father were from two different backgrounds, one from arts and one from the world of science, Malika Sarabhai says that she draws inspiration from the multidisciplinarity of her parents. The Darpana Academy of Performing Arts in Ahmedabad was jointly established by Amnalni Sarabhai and her husband and continues to be guided by the principles of the couple, she says. Noting the support her mother and father lent to each other's careers in their lifetime. At the, at the gate of Darpana are two beautiful photographs, one of Papa and one of Amma. And it says Vikram Sarabhai, the artist, and it says Mrinalini Sarabhai, the scientist. And everybody's very surprised and they take a dig- double take and go and look at it. And, you know, Papa designed the sets and the lighting for most of Amma's early productions. When there was no makeup for Indian skins, he went to Max Factor and got a whole range that we manufactured. Amma used to read every single paper that Papa was writing or giving, and she would turn and say, Vicky, is this English or is this science? And you must understand that dance, especially Indian classical dance, is pure mathematics. The tala and the intricacy of the tala is all about maths. So when Amma would say, I'm not scientific, Papa would count and say, what about the tala of 13 and a half and how you multiply it by 17 times when you come back to the summer? And they would always be teasing each other like that. So Papa was brought up reciting Meghdoot, learning singing. He learned the sitar for a little while. He learned Manipuri dancing. And the Sarabhai household and the way the siblings were brought up were really what we call liberal arts today. They studied everything. So the joke is that when they were romancing, Papa would be reciting Meghaduta and uh, things like that to Amma. And Amma would be reciting Robindra Shongit and Shakespeare. <laughs> so, so that was the kind of eclectic spill. And, and I have my passion for classical Western music from Papa. Papa would listen to music all the time when he was working. He loved classical Indian music, but he loved classical Western music. And my knowledge of uh, the Western classics and my knowledge of who does what and what is the difference between this and that all comes from my father. And you know, the other day I was reading an article saying that so many of the Nobel laureates in science have either been painters or violinists or pianists or, you know, they have married one of the arts with their science. And I think that's very true. The fictionalization of certain parts of the stories of two scientists, howsoever necessary, was always done with her permission. Malika Sarabhai notes. She talks about her initial responses to the series and how the development of the show was a thoroughly collaborative process. I have been so much a part of it from the beginning of the show. Uh, First of all, they could have easily made the show without us knowing because most of what is there or a lot of what is there is in the public domain. So for having um, come to ask us, I am uh, appreciative of that, that they first came to the family and said, We would like to do this because we think that the real heroes who built India need to be highlighted. And um, science plays such a significant role in this. And that's what we want to do. And both my brother Kartike and I were more than happy. And they said, uh, will you be in this with us on the scripting? So in fact, I'm, I'm the one who has been on it from the beginning. And at every stage I have, uh, 
said what I felt. I, I, if there were relationships that were being de developed for the dramatic content that were just not true, I would say that. Uh, so for instance, there is a sequence um, that was written in, but isn't in the edited version, uh, which shows my paternal grandparents' disapproval of my mother. In fact, they never disapproved. And Dadaji became Amma's greatest supporter in a state which did not understand the difference between Bharatanatyam and Nach. And uh, he said that as the head of the Milonas Association, if he would go to every performance, then people would understand that this is a respectful, respectable thing to do. So it's been for me a journey of two years. I've choreographed all the dancing. I trained Regina. Um, it's been very moving. It's been very nostalgic. But, you know, as somebody who consumes a fair amount of Internet content in fiction and nonfiction, one of the things that has always bothered me is that we always make heroes out of chores. The most fraudulent, the most violent, the most vicious people are the ones we show up to the world as those to emulate because those are the ones with power. And I think it's about time that we show goodness, we show generosity, we show a genuine love for the nation and for humanity and not the jingoism that is surrounding us by the million seconds uh, every second. And I think that's why I am so delighted at the show and the response because the response has been overwhelming. They have kept very true to the tenderness and the humanity. And I think to me, that is very important. So I'm very pleased. A show as this, according to Malika Sarabhai, could pave way for multiple such shows on the stories of the real-life heroes. She speaks of the reverence the makers held for Dr. Baba and Dr. Sarabhai in that regard, and the relevance of the show in the present times. I mean, they, they were extremely nice in that they accepted every suggestion of mine. I would talk about the relationship. This is not how they would talk to each other. This is not the kind of reaction that my mother would have. This is not the kind of thing that my grandfather would say. This is not the kind of thing Papa would ever wear. You know, and, and that this just doesn't sound like my parents. And they took on as much as they could on board. There are a couple of places where they asked me if for the sake of drama, they could change a date around so that one incident was, but it was done with my okaying it. It was not that they tried to slip anything by me. You know, as a family, we are thrilled with it. We can nitpick. You can nitpick with anything that is created because I might have a different image of Papa and I might think that in this scene, Papa should have said that or maybe that scene could have been developed more. But after all, they are the creators and they have had the respect and they, they love Papa and Homi. The makers love them and that comes through. And the fact that they want to show a different kind of icon to India's young people who know nothing except WhatsApp University, that they think that they can inspire, they can, I mean, somebody was talking to me yesterday and they said, they said you know, how does it make a difference to our life today? What, what they did. And I said, you know, you wouldn't be holding a mobile phone except for what Papa did. You know, where would, where would mobile telephony come except for satellites? Where would it be? And where would your electricity come except for what Homi Baba and Papa did? You know, there are so many things today that we take for granted and we have no clue because neither our education nor our parenting teaches us that what we are doing today 
is because of what somebody else did yesterday. So we, we should be doing something that 50 years later is going to improve the lives of other people. And as a society, we are not. All we are doing is pulling out the roots so that no tree grows here. With a sneak peek into the upcoming season and some information about the presence of a character, Malika cues at the stories the second season may hold. She also talks about Dr. Sarabhai's predicament, as will be seen in the coming season, and the possibility of some truth in the conspiracy the show hints at. And you know, I read a review today saying that they have brought in the CIA just to uh, bring in a sort of malevolence thing. In fact, the CIA was there. In fact, one of the first reactions after Papa died was do a post-mortem. Because, you know, I was with Papa died on the 30th of December, 1971. I was in Mumbai doing my first film. I met him on the morning, 5 a.m. on the 29th of December. Amma was also there. I was leaving for my shoot. I was shooting my first film, Sonal. And I said to him, Papa, did you have your blood pressure checked yesterday? And he said, Mali, don't bother me. I'm fine. I'm fit. And I will see you day after tomorrow. And we will go and dance at the Ahmedabad Gymkhana for New Year's Eve. That's the last thing he said to me. And for somebody, yes, he was stressed. He was stressed because Mrs. Gandhi was trying to make him go nuclear and he was against it. He didn't want to do it. And Mr. Session, who was then Secretary of Atomic Energy, and who became a very, very beloved friend after that with, with my mother and me and my brother, used to tell us of the terrible stress that Papa had. But that still doesn't explain his death. That still doesn't explain the way he died. And it's many years later, you know, we tried to find out from the CIA after 30 years, they make their papers public. And we got these papers where everything was redacted. But over the last 10 years, CIA operatives have come out and there's one particular CIA operative who has written in his memoirs that he was posted to India between 1965 and 1971 to take out the two scientists who wouldn't bend to the needs of the United States. I mean, these are, these are reported facts. It's not a figment of the imagination of the makers. So, and, and, uh, and I remember Papa's being very upset. I remember Papa's vehement opposition to making the bomb uh, and saying exactly as he, he says uh, in, in, the, in, in the series, he says that, you know, an eye for an eye makes the world blind. And he truly believed that. Uh, and that was his greatest problem with uh, Baba. And that was his greatest uh, difficulty with Mrs. Gandhi in the last year of his life, because Mrs. Gandhi wanted the bomb. And, um, and I know all the stresses and, 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 and terrible uh, dilemmas that, that he went through. Malika Sarabhai concludes with an insight into the larger lessons the show could impress upon its viewers and how it could serve as a reminder of what makes the present landscape so different from its origins. That the kind of people who we see around us in positions of power, in positions of wealth, were not the kind of people that have given us the India that was ours till a few years ago. That they were people who were committed to nation building. They had an idealism. It wasn't I, me and myself and my name on this hospital or my name on that bridge or my name under this airport. It was about the excitement of creating a nation that the world could be proud of, creating a nation where the last person 
can live with dignity. And that there was a time like that, and we must bring that time back. We must, it's up to us.
thanks a lot then ma'am for taking out time thank for you. this thank you so much thanks thank a lot you. this was great we look forward to season 2 thank you thanks a lot